One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that prehistoric animals died for. They must be rolling in their graves. Uh, my name's Matthew Donald. In each episode, I and a rotating set of co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by one of my best friends, and he's a big gamer, a big dinosaur nerd, and occasionally we force him to write stuff. It's Lawrence <laughs> Mack. Hi, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. You're doing well, I hope? Oh, yeah, yeah. Doing good. Doing That's good. good. That's good. Good to yep. hear. <laughs> good to hear. Well, I'm, we're happy to have you aboard the show. Oh, yeah. Happy I, to be here. I, I always like to start with, like, a different question related to dinosaurs. So I'm going to ask you, the first one I usually ask people, and I'll ask you it today. What is your favorite dinosaur, and why? Favorite dinosaur, easy hands down, Pachycephalosaurus. Oh, really? Because you're both numbskulls? <laughs> <laughs> you're both big headed. <laughs> say a thick headed, maybe. Yeah, thick headed, yeah. <laughs> so, so much uh, bone up here, there's not very much room for brains. Yeah, you both so. got cue ball heads. Yeah. You look at your bald, see? You got to know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might be my hair's already starting to. to oh, no. <laughs> the woes of growing up. Anyway. Uh, some of the Pachycephalosaurus. The dinosaurs have like the the spike structure around the head. Oh, that'll be you. Reminds me of you know how people have just the hair going around the back of their head. The woes of senescence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah. Well, why is that one your favorite? Oh, I'm honestly not sure. It's just always been my favorite. I've always liked the look of it. Yeah. Their their behavioral patterns kind of kind of reminiscent of. Like deer and thing, things yeah, like that. Yeah, you know they they're yeah, they're battles and like, yeah, and all for that. mates and such. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of it's it's a popular enough dinosaur that people kind of know what it is. Generally. Yeah, like it was in Lost World and yeah, and it's uh, been some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. According uh, to Horner, uh, or I think. Uh, Stiggy Mock and Draco Rex might be baby versions of it, which I don't think they are because their head structures are a lot different. Right, yeah. yeah. Plus, don't get rid of Draco Rex Hogwartsia. <laughs> like, that's the Harry Potter dinosaur. You're, you're not not using that species name and just throwing it away. Right, no, absolutely not. You gotta keep it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright, so that sounds good. Well, uh, thank you for coming on, and we'll hope to have you on a couple more times. So, today we are talking about a classic classic <laughs> an absolute classic the the um 
the Citizen Kane of dinosaurs. It's just as long and boring, right? <laughs> I know, it's pretty good. It's a Patasaurus, a.k.a. the Deceptive Lizard. Ah, one with the first uh, drama brought into the Paleo world. Oh, yep, uh... and we're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. It is a Diplodocid sauropod. Nice. It's the ones with like the long necks and long tails and sort of shorter front legs. Yeah. Like, obviously, what based on its name, Diplodocus. Or right. Diplodocus, as some people say, which I, I usually say too, but I'd like, kind of like to word things out differently. I don't know why. <laughs> I always say Diplodocus myself. Diplodocus? But I always like to hear when people say Diplodocus. Diplodocus. It, it kind of sounds cool to listen to. <laughs> Diplodocus. Oh, it's like s- smooth silk. Right. <laughs> uh, it is uh, 70 feet slash 21 meters long. Okay. And anywhere, it's hard to tell with weight, but if it's, it's probably anywhere from 20 to 40 tons. Oh, okay, so that's pretty comparable to where where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, me me too. Just give me, just give me a little couple burgers, and I'll be right, right up there with you. A couple big multi-ton burgers, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. You know, the uh, Apatosaurus and I would drive through the drive-through at Sonic and get a nice chili cheese dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have an Apatosaurus a patty, <laughs> a patty. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Bronto burger. Everyone says like, "Oh, Bronto burger." Do a Patosaurus a patty? Yeah, exactly. I think that fits even better. Yeah. Anyways, it's an herbivore, as if you didn't know. As we're talking about it, eating a patty, <laughs> a veggie patty, maybe. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's like one of those Impossible Burgers exactly, that have been going right? around lately. It's impossible for a Patosaurus to eat a patty. Oh no! How poor, poor dinosaur. Right. Anyways, so sad. <laughs> All right. Lived in the late Jurassic, 152 to 151 million years ago. It was from Colorado. Oh, so that's right nice. On, right, right on. here at home. It's probably a Broncos fan, I hope. <laughs> it better be, right? Right. Uh, um, oh, wait, no, that would be the Broncosaurus. Broncosaurus, there we go. <laughs> Instead of, the Brontosaurus was a fan, because it was like, yeah, I'm a Broncosaurus. Right, exactly. It just, you know, had that equestrian shape. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. The horse-shaped head. It's about the same size as a horse head, I think, too. So. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> it was described in 1877. Pop culture appearances? Uh, a lot. <laughs> right. Land Before Time is probably the best-known version. Oh, man, I miss watching that show. It's on... Uh, the first one's on Netflix, I believe. Oh, it is? I watched Ooh. it recently. It's really... It's still, it holds up. It's it's pretty dramatic. Like, I'd forgotten how dramatic it was. Like, right. I knew that uh, Littlefoot's mother died, obviously. I remember yeah. that, and that was pretty early on. But I had forgotten... That, like, for about 20 minutes afterwards, it's just Littlefoot sulking. Yeah, just all by himself. <laughs> like, he doesn't really meet up with the gang until a little bit later, you know, after, like, the rest yeah. of the group. Yeah. Before he finds, uh, what's it, the Valley? What was it called? The Great Valley. Great yeah. Valley, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so. I cry when I watch it. Oh, no, it's sad. Especially that part yeah. when he sees that his shadow, and it's really big, and he thinks it's his yeah. mother. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, man. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned this in another episode, I think, but I'm going to say it here again. Land Before Time is actually pretty good with dinosaur accuracy. Not so much in terms of all the different dinosaurs from being different time periods. Coming right. In, but it, it was good at, like, the dinosaurs it did depict, it depicted them fairly accurately. Like, nice. uh, Land Before Time is the first dinosaur movie where the long-necked dinosaurs correctly keep their tails raised above the ground at all times. Because before then, they thought they kind of, like other films depict them as like dragging on the ground because that's the old timey way of doing right. it. But Land Before Time was the first to do that correctly. Interesting. What movie 
<clears throat> like what are older movies like? Well, I can't like even the think of them. like six, like a hundred, one million years BC, like those stop motion ones. Uh, Lost yeah. World, you know. Yeah, okay. The one where you see the stock footage of it fighting the T Rex, you know, yeah. and the snake like yeah, head. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, I remember that one. Mm. Interesting. Uh, it's also in uh, the Lost World, the old version. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh, okay, well, well. Uh, it was in Fantasia. It was in Fantasia. Uh, yes, it was. There's like a bunch, a bunch of different dinosaurs in Fantasia. Do I not remember that part of Fantasia? You remember the dinosaur part? I don't remember the dinosaur part. There was a big dinosaur part. Oh my goodness! See, this is where I really like to go back to that Pachycephalosaurus thing. You know, that little brain. I don't have right. space to remember things. So right, just, exactly. Forget it all. <laughs> no, um, no. It was, there was a big dinosaur part. It was the Rite of Spring sequence because it was Rite of Spring. That's like a, a music that played. At first, it showed the Earth and like the Precambrian, where it was all volcanoes and such. So the music played yeah, with the volcanoes erupting, yeah. and then and then the Earth cooled, and then it showed like the different creatures and it. Uh, it was really cool. As it shows the dinosaur's death, but this was in 1940. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, the 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 theory with the meteor hadn't uh, been proposed yet, so uh, it was depicted as like this big drought where they all just kind of like uh, like wallowed in the mud and wandered with like in the dirt and there was nothing there. It was really sad. Starved. Yeah, it was really sad. But interesting. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, also, it was from Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. That's the one that you might have seen stock footage where it, like attacks a city. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and many 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 more. Uh, funnily enough, it. It wasn't in the Jurassic Park series until Jurassic World. Really? It wasn't? No. Because the first movie had Brachiosaurus. Yeah, I remember it was Brachiosaurus. It was that whole Sam Neill moment taking yeah. off his sunglasses. Right. The <laughs> second movie had a brief, brief cameo of Mamikiosaurus. Oh, really? During the motorcycle and the the, the chase scene. Like oh, okay, where, yeah. Like, yeah. the motorcycle drives butt underneath its legs. Oh, that's what that was? Okay. That was a Mamikiosaurus, okay. yeah. Okay, nice. Um, and then uh, Jurassic Park 3 has um, just Brachiosaurus again. Yeah. So, Apatosaurus was first introduced in, in the series in Jurassic World. Interesting. Which is kind of funny. Right on. Did and, it sneeze on anybody? Uh, not that I recall. No. <laughs> it was just eaten by the it was just eaten. Indominus. <laughs> yep. I thought, oh, it was the one that got killed by the Indominus. Yeah, they, like, they, there was a whole like, field of them. Yeah, right? they, they yeah. all got killed. Yeah, that was sad. Anyways, so, Apatosaurus. Uh, discovered and described by Othniel Charles Marsh, a name you will undoubtedly hear on the show very often, as he was one of the two guys in the Bone Wars. Bone Wars. Back in the 1800s, where they discovered a bunch of species that were fighting with each other. Discover a bunch. Yeah. Uh, the other person was Edward Drinker Cope. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, Is that the guy who uh, discovered Bron- or termed Brontosaurus? I, I'm not sure. I think it was something Charles Marsh, actually. Or, no, I think I've gotten into here who it is. 
Um, but uh, O'Neill Charles Marsh, their rivalry was so strong that O'Neill Charles Marsh uh, named Copper Lights after Edward Drinker Cope as a as a as a dig, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, it was based on a skeleton discovered in Gunnison County, Colorado. You know where that is? Gunnison County. Gunnison County. Yeah. Gunnison. I don't know. <laughs> Is that the Russian Colorado? It's in Gunasun County. In Russian Colorado, we pronounce it Gunasun. In Russian Colorado, dinosaurs dig up you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, no, Gunasun, Colorado. That's up in the mountains. My Uh, uh, uncle actually lives there. Oh, cool. Your uncle's an apatosaurus. Guess it makes sense since you're one, too, apparently. I mean, he's old enough. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? (laughs) At least he went to school with some, I'm assuming. Yeah. Probably. I think he had a pet Stegosaurus at some point. Nice. Uh, so speaking uh, of... I don't know what I'm speaking of. That's not, that's not a good segue. <laughs> they hatched from eggs the size of soccer balls and grew very, very fast, reaching adult sizes within 10 years based on microscopic studies, which is pretty dang fast. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, there are many, many species within the Apatosaurus genus. Like, many, many, many. Like, dozens. I don't know if there's that many. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens, hundreds, couple. Thousands. Billions. <laughs> Years ago, the genus was a synonym of the formerly dubi- dubious Brontosaurus. Since originally they found a skeleton with a, they think it was a Camarasaurus head nearby, and thought they were the same animal, as things were rushed in the heat of the bone wars between Marsh and his rival, as the aforementioned Edward Drinker Cope. However, the mistake was found, and they used the name described first, Apatosaurus, rendering the name Brontosaurus as a junior synonym, mm-hmm. and therefore discarding it from formal use. However, the plot thickens, though. Uh, dun, dun, dun. As in 2015, a study done by Emmanuel Schopp. It's okay. How do you pronounce this? T S H O P P. Oh my gosh, where are you at? Right, right here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's his name. Yeah. To chop. 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 Emmanuel Chop. Chop. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Anyway. Or maybe it's kind of like the, uh, 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 te- uh what was it? Ter- pterodactyl. Oh, yeah, ter- so, that would make it even more confusing. It was P-T-S-C-H. I'm like, too yeah. many, too many consonants. Too many. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, see, look, look at this. There's already seven letters, and only one of them is a, is yeah. a vowel. <laughs> All right. Octavio Matius, or Matius. <laughs> what is with these? I, I'm sure these are normal names in other right. countries, but for us dumb Americans, they seem so weird. Either <laughs> that, or it's just people with weird names to get into liking dinosaurs more. Uh, I mean, maybe that's it, yeah. I mean, you like dinosaurs. And, I'm and Matt you're... Hall, yeah. though. That's the most <laughs> normal name. Okay, I go by Matthew Donald to try and add some flair to it. That's my middle name, but right. yeah. So my birth name is know. Matthew Hall. So. <laughs> Would be some German guy reading about your accomplishments later and is like, how do you pronounce it? Donald? M- Donalde. M- <laughs> and Roger Benson, they concluded that Brontosaurus was a valid genus as they figured out how to more objectively pick out the differences between found fossils and species, meaning the name Brontosaurus could be restructured as a valid and usable name. Then they assigned two species in the Apatosaurus genus into the new genus Brontosaurus. Personally, I think this is all just due to nostalgia and people refusing to get over the name Brontosaurus that they heard since they were kids. But what do I know? I'm no paleontologist. <laughs> so they discovered another new species and just used the old Brontosaurus name on it? No, they used... Or... They used... So, like, Apatosaurus had a bunch of different species. They just used two... They just reassigned two of them to become Brontosaurus. 
interesting. And I just think it's all a bit convenient, you know? Like, it's, right. Like, <laughs> next thing you know, scientists in a couple decades are going to be like, oh, you know, there are certain differences, but, like, undetermined differences between planets, planetoids, and other objects. Therefore, Pluto can be considered a planet again. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing. Right? I mean, it's a giant ball in space. I mean, not so giant, but, you know, big enough to... About as big as an apatosaurus. Right? <laughs> That's if, if apatosaurus can be a dinosaur, Pluto deserves to be a planet. Come on. I mean, apatosaurus is a dinosaur. We're not brontosauruses, though. Is the... <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Is brontosaurus a dinosaur? <laughs> Are we dinosaurs? Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I do that scale. It sounds like some sort of wise Zen saying. In in a way, we are all dinosaurs. <laughs> Let's go to some you know Buddhist monk place and just uh, meditate for a while. Mm. Then you wake up. I am one with the dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs are one with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. So now we're at to up to everyone's favorite part of the show. Except I don't know because I haven't released any yet. I'm still recording all of them. But I'm going to assume it's everyone's favorite part of the show. That's my favorite part of the show. Oh yeah. Do you even know what it is? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but the anticipation's got me. <laughs> we're writing the animal one out of sixty-five million. Ah. Okay. Ooh. One out of sixty-five million. Yep. That's For whatever a... reason we like, like personal preference, fun quirks, rank, ranking in the food chain, and so on. I know when I was with a uh, friend of the show, Christina, and her up there goes the the refrigerator. Uh, yep, that would come back on. Maybe I'll maybe I'll edit that seamlessly, and then I can edit this out. Anyways, uh, hopefully. Uh, my fr- friend of the show, Christina, and her husband, Jake, were on. Jake ra- rated out several factors, like an RPG, like mana, <laughs> and, and uh, strength, you know, agility, yeah, okay. intelligence. But, right. like, um, yeah. Did he ma- calculate an overall rate yeah, magic. that, too? Also, he had sexiness factor. <laughs> I mean... Apatosaurus had long legs. People have their kinks. Long swan-like neck. Right, yes, exactly. Yeah. Pl- plenty of them for like a nice necklace or something. Yeah, or like a hundred necklaces all throughout the different right, yeah, parts exactly. of the Right, exactly, see? Yeah. It's a fashion statement. <laughs> it's, I can't imagine like a necklace. If you want to be really sexy, it has the heart of the ocean on it. And it's kind of draped over as someone's <laughs> sketching it on the Titanic, right? See, there you go. <laughs> okay. And then, you know... Jack's wearing it, and he falls into the ocean, and Jack's really just a, a, a patasaurus. <laughs> it's true, Jack fell in the ocean. He's gonna get fossilized down there. Right? Right? See, so, yeah, I mean, water fossilizes yeah. really well, I mean. So future generations will find Jack and be like, dinosaur! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna rate it, uh, it's a classic, but other than it being a classic, I don't think there's really anything that notable about it, so I'm gonna give it, like, 45 million. 45 million? Yeah. Not even billion? Wait, it's, oh, it's just millions. It's yeah, it's uh, what? sixty-five million okay. out of sixty-five million because dinosaurs died out sixty-five right. million years ago. Right. Except they actually died sixty-six million years ago, based on geology. But sixty-five I mean, is the one everyone knows, right? Who? Uh, what? Give or take a million at this point. Once you got sixty-five of them, I mean, whether whether people can't even predict the weather, how can we even expect right. people to know when or where a meteor hit? Or, exactly. I mean, I mean I where is pretty obvious. The sixty-five crater. apples. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. If it's I like, is this sixty-four or sixty-six? I just can't. Who knows? <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Like, it's got a good nostalgia factor. Had that, you know, early on name drama kind of stuff going on. I guess it's true. There's a there's a whole history with it. So. Right. But okay. I was always more partial to Brachiosaurus myself, uh, okay. especially you know when it sneezed on those kids in that oh, park. It's true. It's true. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd probably I'd probably do or 
So I really like the number 50 as one of my favorite numbers, so I almost feel bad doing 50. So maybe I'll do 49 million. 49 million. Okay. <laughs> All right, you heard it here. All right, so that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can email me at mattd at matthewdonaldcreator.com. And you can find me on social media at Matthew Don Creator on Facebook, at Matthew Don 64 on Twitter, and Matthew Don 64 on Instagram. You can contact me or any of our guest hosts through this email if you want, you know, and say, like, Lawrence, how big really are you? Does the ground shake when you... <laughs> because, you know, you said you were, you, you were the size of the right. Patasaurus, right? Yep, yep, so, I, I did say that. And, yeah, uh, so... You know, the foundation of my house is currently sinking, and we're pretty sure <laughs> that's just because of my walking back and forth. Oh, uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I, you whole... remember that earthquake, you know? Uh, oh, that was you! Of... Yeah, that was me. I, I <laughs> fell down the steps. Oh, no! <laughs> That's no good. You should just you should be like you should have security people just watching you at all times. Right. I mean, but the, the only problem is it's a huge hazard to their health, and I don't make enough money to be able to pay them. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so I also, if you listeners are interested in writing, I have another podcast called The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing. Uh, the current other twit he is not present, although maybe I can convince him to come in for a couple episodes. I've been thinking about it. Hmm. figure out a way to get him to do it. Even though he said, like, no, I'm not going to do your dumb dinosaur podcast. I'm going to be like, no, but I have my ways. True. And see, dinosaurs are only done because of their brain size. Oh, Doesn't so he can relate. they're not cool. That's true. See? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But being a twit, I'm not sure how cool he really is. I don't know. He's yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, also, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic. It's a dinosaur sci-fi. <gasps> Shocked. Whoa! <laughs> I know, right. So, yeah, if you're interested, uh, buy it, uh, review it, you know, give support my work. Or, or don't, you know, live your life. <laughs> all right. I would definitely suggest it's a good series. <laughs> all right, so as we do, that's it. And as we do at the end of every episode, we kind of do our best little dinosaur noises. And since dinosaurs don't think roared, so I just do like do ee, ee. <laughs> do like a flapping kind of sound. <laughs> you know, use my feathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I was a wolf. I don't know. <laughs> there were probably wolves back then. <laughs> I mean, not during dinosaur times, but there were prehistoric wolves we can cover those in other episodes right see there we go yeah. close enough <laughs> hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.